All right, we are recording for Dragon One. We just had our latest adventure in the heist, uh, custom made by yours truly, George Peralta, the DM that when he smiles, it's already too late. <laughs> I've been wanting to see that say that ever since I saw that T-shirt. Um, guys, what did you think about the adventure? Tell me some thoughts, Scott. Okay. I thought I thought you were gonna lead us into like, like kind of like bait us with Saloon for a really long time, right? And have it be like this kind of like arching story that we keep finding people that are not Saloon. Because <laughs> but, uh, but then when we found him, he had the greatest voice of all time. Uh, he that talked like this. <laughs> he talked like this, and he uh, he's very happy that Raider came to his rescue. Um, so. Let me just run through a really quick recap on that. Um, we start at the Yawning Portal. You guys meet up with Rainer, and he uh, tells you a little, that he knows some information. He has an idea of where Floon is, and uh, uh, he decides to head right into it and, and head out. Uh, but he notices only four of your five party members are there. So I asked you guys to uh, write, leave directions for Costa, Dalgrave's character, and that's all that Costa is going to know. <laughs> <laughs> on the adventure because um, he's going to come and join us later you follow um, um, the uh, you follow Rainer to the um, to the warehouse where he saw from the second story the Kenku that flew out the window managed to survive somehow <laughs> and land on the ground and head into the alleyway so he kind of knows it's in that area uh, he had a feeling that it might be the Xanathar guild and he knows that they're currently underground is kind of where they tend to be uh, uh, in their dealings. So uh, he he has somewhat of an idea, at, but as he walks through the alleyway, he can't really tell which alleyway it was that this Kenku ducked into. Uh, Gani does a uh, perception check and realizes, uh, sees some feathers on the ground, right? Because you guys just just fought some uh, Kenku and obviously feathers kind of point in that direction. And you guys head down that alleyway, but Gani thinks, and this is one of my favorite parts, he's like, he wants to leave a trail for Dalgrave. <laughs> So what does he do, Brian? Pretty fantastic. That was pretty fantastic. I was like, I don't know, man. Justin, for you know, never having uh, you know role played before, except for you know this, since we started. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's really taken off with it, man. I did a really good job of like uh, of thinking inside in, in character and like being in the scenario. You know, that was pretty good. It's pretty inspiring. And when he did that, you have no idea because Costa was going to be. A little late to the adventure, so I, I was, I was, um, I had an idea of what I was gonna do with him, but I said I'm kind of gonna roll with it a little bit on, on uh, what may come about in the adventure. So when he did that, I knew that when when uh, Dalgrave gets to that area, he has to do a perception check and see if he sees this uh, flower, or he's just gonna be walking up and down an alleyway. <laughs> yeah, so, it's pretty perfect. Yeah, so you guys go. Um, you're kind of uh, following Rainer on this. You believe that he's a, he's sincere, and uh, uh, he kind of unlocks this pothole and uh, starts going down into it because he's he's on a mission. You know, he's he's not going overly fast to be uh, n not to be cautious, but his pacing was like I want to kind of get to Floon on this. So he goes in there and Smash immediately decides like he ain't taking no ladders. <laughs> so. True smash fashion. True smash fashion. Doesn't even look. Just goes, bumps into Rainer on his way down and lands lands like a feather in one inch of water. 
Uh, so you guys are all in the tunnel. Eventually, everybody decides to head down. Ghani does another beautiful part where he leaves another flower for uh, uh, Dalgrave to, to, to follow. And uh, you guys head into the tunnel. And uh, you come to a crossroads. And so, Scott, <laughs> nobody... Uh, you guys are there for a good little bit before you're like, what does the map say? <laughs> Just standing around. Um, the map, which Ghani discovered in his uh, previous adventure, uh, a solo adventure we hung by, back out in the warehouse, is a T intersection with the symbol of the Xanathar, which is a circle and lines kind of going in all different directions. Somebody kind of wrote this down to kind of remember uh, 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 um, the pathway back to one of the hideouts. Um, you do a perception check, Smash, and you see that it's on the right. So I have here written, it's gonna, it was going to be three times that you come to this intersection, and it's right, left, right, and you have to get a successful, um, a successful perception check on each one before you do that. So uh, I thought the timing, the amount of time that you guys spent at the intersection was pretty well because I didn't want to overly do it. How'd you feel about that, Brian? in that, uh, when you guys got to those intersections? Yeah, um, I feel like you did it just the right amount. Had it been any more of those, you know, like you kind of got the the novelty of it and the idea and like the whole, you know, like you're following some symbols and it kind of lets you get into the story a little bit and understand, hey, these hideout guys have marked their way, you know, and you're kind of, you know, following this path along. But uh, yeah, it didn't go too long to where it's, uh, where it's noxious. And I, it's just right. Yeah, yeah. I felt, I felt good about it. I felt like it was fun. And uh, actually, I put Costa through the same thing because he's slacking a little bit behind you guys. And uh, he rolled poorly. <laughs> so he was in that tunnel a lot longer uh, before he caught up to you. But it was the same thing. He had to get three perception checks, right, left, right. And I was kind of able to speed his process up enough so that you guys weren't going through it again. But it, it made it a little fun for Costa as well on it yeah, and get it, gave everybody a little bit of a break. Um, so um, as we get to a location, um, you, you, you get past the third uh, kind of uh, crossroads there. And then there's this really long stretch of sewer that you're going through. And um, the only one that had dark, well, there was two, Smash and uh, Elo had um, dark vision. And Elo spots something at the very far end. Um he starts to creep towards it, but he lets you guys know that he's going to creep towards it. And uh, what he stumbles upon is a gazer. But as he's halfway to it, uh, the rest of the group hears Elo say, turn back, go the other way. Did that confuse anybody? I know it didn't smash. I was super confused, yes. I was <laughs> more confused later, too. So... Well, Funny was like, you know, uh, from an out of character moment, Jared was like, wait, that's not exactly what I said. <laughs> you know, so, so uh, you know, he, he, he kind of got it pretty quickly. I don't know, all, of, all of us were confused, I think. Yeah. You know, he's, like, him, he's like, why is George talking for me? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so uh, the gazer has a ability that is mimicry. So he can mimic uh, voices that he's heard. And uh, kind of repeat it back or, or say something else uh, in that voice. And you have to do a wisdom check in order to see if it's real or not. So uh, what I did was I had him do that to confuse you, which it was confusing. And uh, Smash is the first one to hear it. <laughs> and he does a wisdom check. 
and he's like, uh, I was gonna go through the line to see, you know, who it eventually it didn't, um, it didn't, but it could have been that you guys all heard Elo say, uh, uh, um, turn back, but uh, Smash right away says, that ain't Elo <laughs> on it, which was pretty, pretty exciting. Um, so it got him, um, the he um elo sneaks up on the gazer enough to see like the gazer's patrolling so he catches him on a on a uh time when he's going in the other direction and he nails a arrow into him the uh um gazer then turns around obviously acknowledging elo and bites into him smash with his night dark vision sees what's going on and just barrels into this uh uh in this direction of this gazer no fear and just cuts Cuts him completely in half. <laughs> I had some, I had some nice dice. Yeah, you you rolled very well today. I, I don't yeah. feel you rolled as well last time uh, as this. No, definitely not. At the end, I kind of had some bad rolls, but through the meat of it, I had good ones. <laughs> you did, which was really fantastic. So you guys enter. Um, uh, you destroy that gazer, which is just a patrol guy. Uh, there's a gate. You enter into a room. Um, there's another door that you're about to go into, and um, so Rainer. Uh, at this point says it was good that you guys came during the daytime. So usually at night there would have been much more activity in this hideout, but because you guys went during the day, which was intentional by Rainer, um, you guys are not encountering as much as you typically would have. Um, but obviously there's, there's still some commotion in there. Um, um, uh, Brian, you finally unlocked the door. <laughs> The only rogue in our crew. Yeah. yeah. Um, unlock the door. And, uh, and yeah, then uh, I can't remember. Did Smash that went in first? Or no, no, it's Costa's uh, character. No, no, no. Uh, Gani went in first. And um, uh, yeah, right. uh, he sees Krentz from the, the Yawning Porter earlier in the room with a, a, a mountain dwarf and there, there's two doors one to the left one to the right and the one to the left they're kind of like stuffing stuff underneath and like they're involved in whatever's going on in that door and Ghani says uh, I think something's going on here <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right and uh, uh, so he ha you guys had the opportunity to surprise but it alerts them uh, so obviously everybody rolls for initiative on it and Gani uh, fails in his uh, attack of the Mountain Dwarf. And uh, then Krentz attacks him and uh, stabs into his shell, which is a lot harder than a knife. And then, uh, hey, Smash, do you get involved in this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I had some good rolls here, too. Yeah, you... Yeah, but then I kind of got nailed. <laughs> well, no, but you, you basically, in one swoop, took down this human with your axe. Like, he felt like a lump on the floor. So, uh, you rose very well on that. It was, uh, hyperly cool, but, the the half dwarf then s slashes into you and does, what's your HP? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, I have 10. I got, uh, eight I points. Eight damage. Yeah. Eight yeah. damage. That was, that was brutal on that attack towards you. And then, um, um, it's a snap, right? You come and save the day on that dwarf. If I'm not. Yeah, that really wasn't saving the I mean, uh, oh no no smash allowed you yes uh, I, I was I snuck in behind the dwarf uh, with my daggers went in for uh, a, I really had to like look at him first for permission <laughs> for, to uh, to kill the 
course. And uh, and I think Smash gave me a little smile. And then, yeah, came in with the daggers, backstabbed and took him down. So that, that's what I want to, like, have more of, that we're finally getting into sort of a groove, like, you know, that little wink, that little uh, maneuver, and the, the allowing you to, to do stuff or, or interaction in fights. I always go back to that scene in uh, Lord of the Rings when they're uh, before uh, um, um, the wizard uh, uh, Gandalf, before he says, you shall not pass. They're in that room with the tomb and the troll comes barges into there and they're like kind of talking and shooting at the troll and the other guys are coming in. So they're having these conversations, you know, they're, they're competing the dwarf and the, and, um, and the, the elf are competing for how many kills they have, you know, uh, in right, that. Right. So, so like the Helm's deep kind of situation. So I always love that. So that made me laugh hysterically when you did that. Then, um, then, uh, you guys, uh, eliminate both of those guys and then smash barges into the other door. <laughs> Cause, Oh, you scream out. Well, I you were doing the whole entire time, but this time you heard like oh, God, oh, again uh, uh, from him, and you smash through a door, and then uh, uh, what do you decide to do there? Yeah, I got frightened off. I only had two health, so I wasn't gonna barge in. And there was another half work, and that whole thing with the the voices and how we all had this, you could hear voices that we had. I was concerned that it was like something unique, or mm. I didn't know what it was. Mm, gotcha. And um, um, uh, Dalgrave catches up to you. Uh, you kind of come back into the room and you get everybody and he says, something's going on here. Um, at this point in time, the half-orc that's in that room that you saw starts choking, choking who we later found out is Floon. And he's asking, tell me where it is, you know? Um, at the far end, as everybody's pouring in, at the far end, you see a cloaked figure with like tentacle-faced uh, 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 character holding some kind of like pet and then exit into uh, one of the other outside rooms. And he tells this half work to take care of you guys. And he calls the half work uh, joy. <laughs> I love putting really beautiful names <laughs> on hideous things. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty good name for, the, for big, yeah, for, for big work. And uh, you guys get into a battle with him. So, um, you, I mean, you take you guys take care of him, but there was um, I, I I thought this through is like when your guys are ganging up on somebody, right? And it smashes is swinging, and you know you're whipping your whip, and 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 then there's a guy th uh, shooting an arrow, you know, um, <laughs> Elo, because he rolled lower initiative. I think he got a two. He like uh, uh, he has to roll with disadvantage. I think in that moment was the right choice to kind of say, hey, you're rolling with disadvantage, and he uh, shoots an arrow. It kind of goes into Dalgrave uh, for one, one hit point of damage. Um, but eventually, you guys take this guy down. And, yeah, uh, I, I wanna, I'll, I'll note real quick from a DM's perspective and having uh, DM the last time, uh, like trying to uh, – I see you're trying to coach the group in a situation. Like think about your battle. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. These things make make a uh, make a difference. And, like you'll say exactly what you're doing. Otherwise, all I know is you stood in a line, you – and you fired an arrow, uh, you know, or whatever it was. We all kind of like, you know, and I tried to whip someone with two people first. So it's like, uh, I, I saw what you're trying to do there. Teach us uh, how to kind of approach a battle. It was well done. You got to watch the friendly fire. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watching for friendly fire. I think also um, with 
um, not only friendly fire, but this one we didn't do the map thing or, or the the miniatures. And I wanna, you know, I'm kind of doing in just meta uh, in this process. I'm kind of trying to say like, let's try different things and let's improve an area in each area. And this one was a lot more imaginative, describing uh, moves and also remembering where you are in the in the uh, adventure or or the battle. Cause it's it's a lot harder without miniatures, don't you think? Yeah, definitely, yeah. totally, totally. Uh, we, we were able to go through the uh, through the fights pretty pretty quickly. I don't know if you noticed that, but it did seem uh, like it's, it had sped up a bit. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys are are getting way better at that. Obviously, you had some good rolls, which really helped. Because if you have a lot of bad rolls, a lot of bad things can happen and elongate a battle. Um, I, I always try to keep an eye on the time, obviously to respect you guys, but also to, to, you know, keep it fun, right? Like there's a different thing happening and going on. Um, so we, uh, you guys, uh, uh, fall this, uh, finally Elo gets a good shot, <laughs> which I made a mistake. I described it for him, what he did. <laughs> yeah. Explain to me how this arrow goes right between his eyes. <laughs> and I love how Jared just calls me out. It's like, you yeah, just exactly. did. That was fantastic. So you fall this guy, and now um, Rainer comes in, picks up Floon, um, and he just starts He starts leaving. He's true to character. He got his mission, and he's just, while you guys start looking through people's pockets, and I think uh, Gani wants to know who that other character and where he went is. Um, so that's interesting that Gani made that decision, because what if he went into that room and there was yet another... You know, you got what you came for. Were you conflicted at all, Scott? Like, should you keep going? Should you go back? Are you done? You found Floon. There were a lot of doors I wanted to smash through, <laughs> for sure. Um, but I also figured that if there was something up there, it would be really bad. We probably couldn't deal with it. I can guarantee you, you weren't going to be able to deal with it. <laughs> but uh, uh, true to the story, and this was a plot point I followed, uh, um, um, Ghani goes into this room and he discovers that there's a pillar there with an eye symbol kind of roughly sketched into the pillar. He detects magic and he knows that, that there is some magic there and it was some kind of connection you know, to some other place, but he doesn't know exactly how or, or doesn't have the really knowledge, arcana knowledge on it. Uh, and Rainer and Floon are just leaving out. So... Brian, from your perspective, that conversation, because you were the one that interacted with Floon and, and, and Rainer as he's making his way back out of the tunnel, what what did you glean from it? Uh, well, that uh, I guess Rainer's father was the Lord of Neverwinter, Never, uh, and his name was Lord Never Ember, mm-hmm. uh, that he had embezzled, uh, embezzled a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Hit it, or the the story goes. The story that he goes. Much money and hit it in water deep, and that uh, I may need some clarifications. But the stone of galore or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that 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 may perhaps uh, lead the way to said money. Interesting. So um, probably not a story you guys want to follow up with. <laughs> probably not. Probably. Not, no. Probably has nothing yeah. to do with the stone. No. No. Adventure. But yeah, we were trying to figure out why uh, why the hell anyone would be looking for Rainer. Right. Because Floon, Floon, a loyal friend of Rainer, told Rainer, I, I didn't give you up. I didn't tell him anything. I didn't even say I wasn't 
you know, Rainer, um, uh, a really loyal friend, uh, this Floon is. So you guys make it back to the Yawning Portal, and um, he tells you the rest of the story. His lord, uh, his dad used to be the open lord of Waterdeep. He has since left to his palace uh, in Neverwinter. Um, and he, he, uh, apparently there's some myth or, or, or rumor going around that he embezzled a lot of money and that he hid all the knowledge in a stone of galore, um, somewhere that is somewhere in the city, but you don't know if that's true or not true yet, or, or what facts, uh, are, are really real in this. Um, and then Volo shows up really happy to see Floon helps Floon get up and, and kind of ignores Rainer. Helps Floon uh, uh, get up and is is really trying to care for him and tries to leave <laughs> with Floon. Uh, says thank you really quickly to you guys and is trying to get Floon um, to get some rest. And uh, Smash just stands up. So I mean that was so true to guys. I literally saw the orc stand up like you trying to get away with one from me. <laughs> you will not, that was not happening that Talking was that <laughs> and uh, so you guys even considered kidnapping Floon back but he says look I don't have a lot of money I'm doing research for my another book coming out I haven't been paid yet but here is this you hand it to Elo he hands it to Elo and then Smash just <laughs> smacks the piece of paper on the ground which if uh, you heard any of the last podcasts uh, that's a Scott move <laughs> standard standard he had it coming. I was hoping you would do that. And um, uh, you guys do eventually pick it up and look at it. And you see that he just gave you the deed to a house in Trollskull Alley called Trollskull Manor. Um, and there is no argument. You guys are like, this is a good deal. Yeah. Sure, I mean, why not? It's a house. Yeah. They were told that it's haunted. <laughs> and uh, surely that won't come back to haunt us. So as he leaves, he, uh, with that... that no, that's not going to cause any problems. So uh, he leaves and um, he says, hey, uh, by the way, that place that you just agreed to as taking for payment, it may or may not be haunted. So it's definitely haunted. Um, uh, and you guys uh, uh, kind of end the adventure there. You finally level up. This is the third adventure that we've had in this heist uh, uh, deal. So are you excited? Uh, is What does your character get, Brian, for leveling up or... Yeah, yeah, it's going to be worth checking out. I know Justin already has plots and plans for his character to level up. And hopefully that adds a couple of things that you guys can do during the adventure. So that's the whole recap, guys, for everything. Last little bit. What was your favorite part of the night? Brian. Floons, the multiple floons, the yeah. Of the maps and uh, Rainer not being uh, liked at all by Vola. By Vola, yeah. So I love, and that's just all happening very naturally. Scott, what was your yeah. favorite part of tonight? The, the fact that Floon was like not important in any way <laughs> except to Vola, and uh, he's like got the worst voice. Uh, does he have the worst voice? He's just, he's just like some, some like 
I mean, good looking because he looks like Rainer similarly, but just sounds horrible. And many people have his name. So he's a commoner. Rainer's actually the more important figure. So I thought that was a kind of red herring there uh, for you guys that I hope you enjoy and kind of adds to the myth and the world that we're building. My favorite part, I have to say, Ghani yet again with the flower trail that he leaves for Dalgrave. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Dude, in character and everything. I hope you guys have fun. There's going to be a lot more. You're going to be dealing with the ghost for the next two weeks. And then after that, some some major plot things are going to start happening. So, uh, like, we got through this, like, little little uh, intro session almost, uh, 3N, of our 12-week session, 12 session uh, campaign. So, man, we're our fourth of the way through, guys. Uh, I hope you're having fun. Thank you for joining me on the recap. I hope everybody listens to it and enjoys it. Have a good night. Later, no problem, guys. Have a good one.